Ooh, what's up, Internet? My name's David Webb. I'm Arielle Edwards. We get nerdy nightly. And we thought we'd share it with you. Yeah. What's up, everybody? It, it is uh, Monday, November 16th, 2020. The which, year that we um, don't like to talk about, but... The, the, year, the year we don't like to talk about. Um, <laughs> but yeah, actually, you know what? Before we start the show, let's let's get into that a little bit. Do we really not like to talk about 2020, you and I? Uh, no, we, we talk about 2020 all the time. No, no, I mean, come on. This is people... And look, I, I want to say that this comes from a place of privilege, obviously. But 2020 for me is not the worst year ever. Yeah, that's that's fair. Because we got together, we fell in love, we got married. Like I can't, I can't be like, oh my god, twenty twenty was the worst year yeah. of my life. I know. When like you know, I got you. <laughs> oh, gross. I just want to be sweet. <laughs> um, y'all, I'm very tired. Yeah, yeah, we have we've had a day. It's it's ten a.m. Honestly, we had a whole weekend. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Um, my parents flew in for my stepfather's birthday. And so we went to um, Niagara Falls. Um, then, uh, so we spent uh, the, the the weekend in Niagara Falls with my parents, which mm-hmm. was really which was really wonderful. And we got to um, see them, which we won't for Christmas this year. So yeah. th- this was kind of like my last chance to see my parents uh, before twenty twenty one. And um, we are uh, just kind of moving ahead with uh, life now, with the assumption that. The rest of the year is going to be just us in our apartment. Um, so this was like our last chance to do some enjoyable out in the world yeah. life stuff. Yeah. And like it, it was nice to go like, okay, because Toronto is kind of like shut down. Um, like it's like it's it's very much closed up unless you are um, yeah. on a patio outside that like Toronto is kind of like donezo. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we went to Niagara Falls. Mm-hmm. Uh, literally, like the night that they uh, <laughs> that they were putting in more restrictions for COVID, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was it was it was really nice to kind of get away from the big city. Yeah. And not worry about that as much. Yeah, and honestly, you know, we were in a position where you know it's my stepdad's birthday, and we wanted to celebrate it, but we also wanted to be aware of COVID guidelines, and mm-hmm. we wanted to do it safely. And so Niagara Falls presented us with a really wonderful opportunity to do that because it is outside. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we could like you know stand outside and see something like incredible, mm-hmm. and not like um, not have to be inside to have fun. So <laughs> so it was definitely cold out, but we were like. But we were walking around and enjoying it. And honestly, Niagara Falls was surprisingly gorgeous. Yeah. Like, I, you know, we, we first got to um, the place we were staying and we looked down at it and we we're like, oh, that's kind of impressive. You know, like, it, it, yeah, that's a waterfall. And then we got close up. And once you're close up to it, it is like, it's it is else. majestic. Like, it really, it took my breath away. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to post some photos that I took in the Discord so that y'all can see it. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it is, it just, it really, it took me back. And I was like, wow, this is, this this water runs all year round. And I, I, I was surprised at how cool it was. I was surprised at how, like, um, how moved I was by a river, essentially. Yeah. But, yeah. It's, well, and it's one of those things. I have, I've seen Niagara Falls twice before. And mm-hmm. it's still, like, every time just, like, mesmerizing. Mm-hmm. In that sense, like it's from our hotel, you could like you got a really nice view of the falls, which was really really awesome. 
But there's nothing like, you know, standing on the edge and like three feet away from you, water is gushing over this like yeah, precipice. Wild. It's, it, it's, I, yeah, I don't even really know how to, how yeah. to describe it. Cause you're like, this has been going on for so long and it's so much water. Like it's really hard it's so to like water. conceptualize how much it um, is. And, and the water, the misting creates this rainbow effect where there's like multiple rainbows um, side by side by side yeah. that are it's just stunning like it's really it's it's unlike anything I've ever seen before it also helps there's some we had we, we had some really wonderful meals like the food in Niagara Falls on the Canada side uh we didn't obviously couldn't go to the America side but we on the Canada side yeah. um the food was great I yeah. was surprised at the quality of it and we like we god we had some good meals yeah I love that like I love how surprised you were at like how cool you thought it was because you, you you know you yeah. You were, you were like, yeah, it's whatever. It's Niagara Falls. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, we got a follow just now from Hito Retro Gaming. I want to say hi to Hito Retro Gaming. I also want to say, what's up, everyone, coming to this channel this month? Because I'm at 497 followers. How? Oh, I know. Like... I know. It's wild. I, I, I like, Blown I'm going to hit 950. I'm at, nine, wow. I'm going to hit 500. I I'm going to hit 950. I mean, sure, I'm going to hit 950 day. tomorrow. I'm going to double in the next day. Um, but thank you for that follow and everyone who follows the channel. <laughs> math. It, it, math is hard. Um, yeah. We also... So so the reason... Uh, for those of you who weren't in the Twitch chat before we started, I wasn't here when the show started. Um, we do a little pre-show where we say hi to everybody. Yeah. For those of you who want to catch that live in the future, mm -hmm. twitch.tv slash nerdy nightly, little plug. But this morning, um, I've been driving around without proper registration on the vehicle for a while because not, pro I, I had registration. It just wasn't in my name. Yeah. Um, and so my, the only opportunity for my stepdad and I to fix that was this morning at nine o'clock in the morning. So I ended up at, uh, the DMV this morning to fix that. Yeah. Hoping like fingers crossed that we were going to get here in time. So I did. Yeah. I'm on the, I was on the couch for when we turned the camera on us. Um, yeah. But oh, I've had a morning, y'all. Yeah. I've had a morning. Sorry. I, I was at the DMV. I know everyone makes jokes about the DMV, but like, oh boy. I uh, Yeah. And we had to go to a notary. It was very expensive. It was a day. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't, wasn't our ideal morning. But it was you know not what? our ideal morning. You know what? We made it work and, and it's all good and we're here now. But you know what? Here's a good thing about it. We now know that you can do all the setup without me. Because usually I do the setup because you do your makeup. <laughs> yeah, and I like, have to get ready. Because, you know, we we have, we have both have our skills. And now you have all of my skills. Because you have the looks and the technique now. And I only have the technique. So what do you need me for? Why am I here? Uh... <laughs> well, like, seriously. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm I'm about to get, like, voted off the show. No. Survivor style. You're going to, like, put out my... No, I literally couldn't do the show without, without you. It would be like, so... Batwoman trailer and then you'd be like <laughs> wow that was really cool I haven't seen the first season but like that was really cool and I'm really excited for it we're just gonna have to keep an eye on that one and that's what the show would be over and over and over again I mean you're not wrong speaking of a Batwoman trailer guys should we get into the news should we get into the news into the news all right y'all uh first news today we finally got our first teaser of Javicia Leslie as Batwoman um, this is huge because she is the first uh, person of color to portray a bat family character in live action, I believe. I hope I got that right. That might not be true, actually. Uh, that I know of anyways. Yeah. Yeah. She's, well, she's certainly the first, um, uh, black woman to lead a, uh, superhero television show for, um, ooh, Eartha Kitt. Good pull, North Trooper. 
Eartha Kitt was Catwoman in the original, one of the Catwomans in the original Batman 1966 franchise. Right. Um, that's a good pull. She is uh, also a Bat family character. Uh, she wasn't the lead of that show, though. And so Javicia Leslie leading this show, I think, is a big deal. I'm very excited to um, see the show, and I'm very excited to watch this teaser with you all. Uh, at like a slightly sped up speed to tr see if that like helps us with our DMCA problem. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully we won't get uh, smacked on the wrist for this one. Boom. Okay, <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Y'all, are you ready? Are you ready to meet? Are you ready? Uh, I don't know. Is the sound on at the H four? That's a great question. <laughs> Vamp. Come on, Vamp Polichek. That is a great question, y'all. David is great at asking the great questions. It wasn't. And that's my Vamp. You and that's one. my <laughs> David is great at asking the great questions. <laughs> All right, let's go. Ryan Wilder is not the first black woman. There was another in the 90s Mystery of a Batwoman movie? I'm going to Google that. I don't know what Mystery of Batwoman is. I have never heard of that before, Shin. It's a 2003 film animated. Oh, it's an animated film, though, uh, Shin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fair. I was that's like, fair. was there a live action Batwoman movie that I don't know about? Yeah, it was um, shock. The show with abysmal ratings, you lost me there, not for me. Math, you know what? The thing is, it's going to be a different show in season two. So I feel like they're kind of, they kind of have a clean slate. And so I'm curious to see what this does for it. Mm -hmm. You said, I know you said you're Canadians. It's funny you keep saying y'all. Uh, so here's the thing. Before we get into this, um, y'all is an Alberta thing. Yeah. Um, so we grew up in Alberta. If you go on Urban Dictionary and you look up y'all, it says it's a, I think they use the word pejorative. That might be wrong. But they say used in the Southern United States and Alberta. Yeah. Where we both grew up. I, I don't know why, but it just, yeah. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Last chance to stream Here we go. Season one, free and on Sunday, January 17th. Here we go. Ready for a whole new bet. Boom. Stream Batman Season 1 free now, only on the CW app. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like a thing. Let's watch Let's watch that again. Let's Just the boo? Do you want just the boo? Okay, here we go. Last chance to stream Batman Season 1 <clears throat> free. And on Sunday, January 17th, you'll be ready for a whole new bat. Boo! Stream Batman Season 1 free now, only on the CW I app. want that as an alert! <laughs> Boo, that is actually a really cute alert. Um, all right, well, that was, that. <laughs> that was something, huh? Yeah, that, that really didn't give us much. All right, this is what happens when I try to get the news ready for the morning. No, but here, but here's, so for those of you who watched the first season, um, the, the original Batwoman was not funny. Oh, like, interesting. For, so here's what's really interesting about that. I know it's, it's one boo, right? It's literally one boo. The, f the first season of the show was kind of morose mm -hmm. and brooding. Hey, thank you for those biddies, Dill Pickle. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Boo! Um, the first season of the show was a little brooding and, like, you know, um, Kate Kane was such a, like, dark and tortured character for obvious reasons. Her family died, you know, like, she, her, her, her main villain is her long-lost sister. Um, that's not even a spoiler. You find that out in, like, the first episode. She's like, oh my god, that's my sister. <laughs> Oh, whoa, um, all right. It is it is surprising to see this teaser have such a tonal shift from the first season. Yeah. And to be like, all right, y'all, because uh, Math was saying, well, I don't really see it as a different show because it's the same show, but like the the that is a different character, like that is a different lead, that is a different everything. Mm -hmm. Um, I wonder if they really are like taking this as like, uh, what's like a sign. Mm -hmm. That, you know, like, first time around did not work for us. 
we have been given this gift of being able to kind of do almost a redo in, mm-hmm. a, in a way. Yeah. And, you know, like, let's try to let's try to make it better this time. I, so it looks like they're going in a different direction, which is cool. Um, Orange Finn says, I don't know if it's a spoiler for season one, but did they write Kate Kane out of the show? Here's the thing, uh, Orange, they didn't actually get to finish the season, right? Because of COVID. So I don't, uh, n- I don't want to spoil the end of the season, but also, no, not yet. So we're, I'm assuming on January 17th, which is when this premieres, we are going to find out what happened. Yeah. Um, that seems so long from now. Yeah. Like yeah. Christmas seems like it's a, like, just... No, like, I can't see anything after Christmas. Mm-hmm. That's also two days after WandaVision premieres. So I feel like this might get buried. The conversation around this get, might get buried a little bit in uh, the hype around WandaVision, provided yeah. that release is, that it's good. Yeah. Um. But, yo, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm surprised by that boo. I know it's one boo, and I'm like, maybe I'm reading too much into it. But it's like... the, the tonal shift of that character from the Kate Kane version of Batwoman to this new um, Ryan Wilder version of Batwoman is is going to be, I think, very striking. And I wonder if fans of the original show, which, um, you know, people would say there are, there isn't a lot of, mm-hmm. um, there isn't a lot of them, you know, that the, the ratings for Batwoman weren't great. I don't necessarily agree with that. I, I think that they got, I, um, I think that Batwoman kind of got the raw deal being shoved in its first season being shoved around crisis on infinite earth. Right. And I think that the, the crossover was so big that there was no real chance for Batwoman to make its name for itself when the conversation was so heavily tied into this big event that was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I'm, I am curious to see now what this new show is going to be. Yeah. Um, to be honest, uh, math 79 says, if you're superhero to be good, they need flaws that fight and more important, they fight. And more important, a great villain. If the villains like the hero, will suck. Um, Math, and I, I, I agree with that. I thought the strongest part of season one of Batwoman was Alice, the villain. Um, I thought, and I love that actress. She was on the uh, original Birds of Prey television show oh, from interesting. two okay. decades ago. Uh, she's an incredible actress, and I actually really liked the villain more than the hero in that show. Mm-hmm. Um, just because she was fun and like yeah. insane and, and like in a cool way. Um, what, what do you think <coughs> makes a superhero TV show work? Uh, I have to, like, <clears throat> I have to really care about the the person. Um, like, for me, um, one of the things about, I think, the original Justice League that didn't work mm-hmm. is I didn't give a shit about Batman. Like, I just didn't, like, like, he was just... Are you talking about the movie, Justice yeah, League? Yeah, yeah, sorry. The movie. I just, I didn't, I didn't care. And, like, eh, uh, you know, a, a lot of superhero things are, you know, doing whatever it is to save the world for the greater good for, mm-hmm. you know, blah. But it's really hard as a person to conceptualize that. It's yeah. much easier for me to um, care about a specific individual character. And so if you don't make your protagonist likable, um, y- yeah, you lose me there. You lose me there. They have to be interesting. They have to be flawed. They have to feel human. Because if they feel like they can literally do anything, like I feel like, here's the thing, I didn't see the the Captain Marvel movie, but based mm-hmm. on what I know of it, Captain Marvel feels like a tough superhero to love because it feels like she can literally do anything. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like literally, like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Just call up Captain Captain Marvel and they'll, they'll solve the problem. Well, and that's gonna that's gonna be a struggle because the struggle of the first movie of Captain Marvel obviously is like she doesn't know how powerful she is. 
And once she does, the villain becomes less threatening. Um, yeah. And and honestly, the villain of the first Captain Marvel movie, without going into too much spoilers, the villain is information. And, like, who has the information and who doesn't. Yeah. Which is an interesting movie, and I actually really enjoyed Captain Marvel because they decided that, well, Captain Marvel's the strong, let's make the villain not something she's fighting, but an idea that she needs to know. Yeah. Um, and so that is... That's, you know, mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed that part of it, and I enjoyed the twists in that movie. Yeah. Um, because I thought that they were strong. Um, on the flip side, you know, I, I do agree that the the more recent Batman with Ben Affleck was... fine. I finally liked him in Justice League. Because in Batman v Superman, I didn't feel like he had any relationships with anyone. Even his relationship with Alfred was strained in a way that I, I couldn't... Um, I couldn't feel like there was a real connection between them. You know what? That's fair. And that's, that's fair. That movie, I, I agree <clears throat> with. I agree with you on that. Once we saw him connect with Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman, and once we saw him connect with, um, and particularly Barry Allen uh, in that movie, I thought the the their, the older brother relationship he had with Barry Allen in that. Yes. I, I finally was like, okay, I can get into this Batman because he finally feels like he's getting into the people. <laughs> Not getting into the people around him, but, like, uh, in investing in the people around him. Yeah, I, I would actually, I agree with you. I think mm-hmm. that, I think that there was definitely a shift between mm-hmm. Batman v Superman and, and, and I, yeah. In Batman v Superman, I just, I, I really didn't like him, and Justice League, you know, there was definitely a shift, and, and it was better. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he's just so isolated, right? And that yeah. isolation is tough. I, I do think, like, that's why, for me, my favorite superhero movie is Captain America um, uh, with the Winter Soldier. And it's because the strength of uh, the relationship between Steve and Bucky and the desire of Steve to beat his friend Mm -hmm. because it's bad. Like what he's doing is bad, but also save his friend is such a strong uh, push-pull within that character. And Chris Evans' portrayal of that push and pull within himself is such an interesting thing to watch. I mean, like, there's just times where you watch his face and you can see, like, he has multiples, you know, we contain multitudes, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I, I just, for me, I, I agree with you. Like, the strength of the villain and the relationship of the villain to the hero is so important to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, <clears throat> the, I, I one of the reasons that I love Ant-Man, like, I think Ant-Man is one of my favorite superhero mm-hmm. movies, um, is that, you know... Paul, I mean, Paul Rudd is, yeah. is great. But, like, he, like he's so likable and interesting. And everybody in that movie is kind of that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, I care about the people. And it's not about, like, the stakes of it. You know, it's more like a small like, heist movie. And I, mm-hmm. I, I love the Ant-Man movies. And I feel like they kind of get shit on. But um, that's fine. I will say, though, the, the, the relationship between Ant-Man and his daughter are uh the the relationship between ant-man and his daughter is so strong that i i really appreciate the that part of the movie it grounds the whole movie so well yeah that in a way that i was very surprised by you know i i was very surprised to see the this relationship that wasn't really um important to the plot really like the daughter doesn't really play a part in the movie but is such an emotional center for the plot of that film yeah. that it really, really works. Yeah. Um. Speaking of Zack Snyder movies, I know we just kind of got on that track, but um, <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll segue into that. The the Zack Snyder movies ended up in an interesting place this weekend in the discussion because Zack Snyder made a comment that the um the reshoots that they are doing right now is going to amount to about four minutes of new footage 
for the Snyder Cut, the eponymous movie that's coming out on HBO Max, which is Not now a, movie. a half of a television show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'm not actually salty. It wants to be both. <laughs> it does. It wants to be both. Um, it's going to be the most expensive four episodes of television ever made by a margin that is so unbelievable. <laughs> no one, no one else is ever going to, unless people don't call it a television show, but yeah. no one else is ever going to be able to say, no one else is ever going to be able to say that the, they made the most expensive movie ever again, mm -hmm. or most expensive television show rather, because I mean, this is what, a hundred million dollars an episode? Yeah. For this Snyder Cut. It's um, ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, it, like, it's really, like, I can't, I don't even, like, why? <laughs> I, I understand that, you know, people think that he should be given a chance. Honestly, like, I, I, I have to be on, on chat side. I don't really think I've seen a Snyder movie that I, I enjoy. <laughs> I've seen, like, Zack Snyder movies outside of the... I, I really like Man of Steel. You know, I, I, really, I really like Man of yeah, Steel. Yeah, which I honestly don't love. Um, I do. Uh, I, I really enjoy totally it. Fair. Um, I also... I really... Uh, 300 is what it is. You know what I mean? Like, it, it is that kind of movie, and I enjoy it for what it is. I think yeah. it's fun, and the, the action sequences are incredible. Um, so I, I, I enjoy those two. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, enjoy, I enjoy visuals in Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch for me is just a difficult narrative to try and follow yeah um and was difficult to try and like uh yeah it's just tough uh yeah. it, it's uh dill pickle says man of steel is good for the acting the shots were kind of bad though i disagree with that i think it's beautiful man of steel is nothing if it's not gorgeous eh i didn't love it I, that's fair yeah that's I, fair we have yeah we we this is something we've talked about and we just feel very differently towards that movie honestly like i was kind of like angry when i saw it in theaters i was like I beg your pardon. Like, I, I and now I've, like, kind of, like, softened my view towards it. But, yeah. like, actually, when I saw it in theaters, I was like, like, <laughs> I was wow. not Wow, I, I remember, I remember watching it in theaters and being, just sitting in awe of Henry Cavill. Uh, yeah. Cavill? Henry Cavill. Cavill. <laughs> Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. He oh wants God. to murder puppies. He's Henry Cavill. Wow, I don't think he's going to appreciate you saying that. Oh, please. He knows I'm singing the Cruella DeVille song. I know. Henry Cavill, if anyone has no right to be upset about anything, it's Henry Cavill. You are the most attractive man on the planet with the best muscles, and you're a rich movie star. Yeah, and like a nerdy gamer, like, you know, the only, you're, you're the, only the only thing, the only thing that Henry Cavill needs to worry about is his WoW addiction coming back. Um, for those of you who don't know, Henry Cavill almost missed his Superman audition because he was raiding in World of, World of Warcraft. Warcraft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel you, dude. <clears throat> I, I, I feel you, but like... Oh, relative, he also plays Geralt of Rivia? Like, come on. Yeah, I know. Like, no what man, more could you want? No man should look that good in a bathtub. Everyone, when you get in a bathtub, you should look worse. You just do. But Henry Cavill gets in and you're like, nah, he's still hot. Oh my god. Like, it's wild. <laughs> it makes no sense. It makes absolutely no sense. Jason Momoa is also very attractive, Matthew. You are right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I could list all the men in Hollywood that I find are attractive, but we don't have 17 hours. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Truly. Oh my god. Um, How did we get... Right. Math, math brings up here. The Rock as well. The Rock to me is, is... The Rock is very attractive. He's just too big to me. Like if... He doesn't look like a human. No. <laughs> He's like a wall of muscle. 
Like, you're like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Like, and I've I'm, never seen him in person. Yeah, I can't imagine. Like. <laughs> I can't imagine. Because here's the thing. Ryan Reynolds is not a small man. No. Ryan Reynolds is a big, like, Ryan Reynolds is tall and he is, like, he's muscular. Yeah. But in that movie, um, what, uh, what's the spinoff of Fast and the Furious? Um, uh, Shaw and Shaw Hobbs. Hobbs. Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs, yeah. Um, they are, Ryan Reynolds stands next to Dwayne Johnson and you're like, wow, Ryan Reynolds is a tiny dude. Ryan yeah, Reynolds is like, like a Tom Cruise sized dude. And he's not. He's not. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. It's so, yeah. <clears throat> Dill Pickle brings up Free Guy. Dill Pickle, I want Free Guy too. Yeah. We're waiting for I want it too. It. Next year. No. Next I year. Know. We haven't heard it. You know what? We talked last week about how Wonder Woman might move and it hasn't moved yet. It is still on that December 25th date. Still hanging on. Um, which is very interesting. Mm -hmm. Speaking of, since we're on the topic of DC movies. <laughs> um uh what's the next movie what's the next move, news story moves uh we, we were gonna talk about freaky freaky um, the so we watched yeah. the trailer for that last week on with friday you guys, which is very interesting um i didn't realize it's in theaters yeah we thought so on friday uh, we have to issue a retraction retraction uh we said on friday that uh freaky was going to be in theaters or it was on vod and uh, I just want to let you know that that is incorrect. Yeah. Uh, it is going to be playing in theaters until November 30th. Yeah. And they had hopes for this movie. It did open number one at the box office for the weekend. So congratulations. This is Blumhouse, the studio that made the movie's 14th number one, which is big for a smaller studio like them. But they are very smart with how they make these horror films. Mm -hmm. uh, small budgets, big returns. They were definitely hoping for a bigger return on Freaky, but instead they only got $3.7 million this weekend. Still enough to take the crown for the box office. I mean, yeah, um, what else is there? Like, <laughs> But uh, certainly less than a movie like this, starring Vince Vaughn, that got pretty... Um, uh, at, at worst, you could say they were mixed on the positive side. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> there were definitely some people saying that uh, the premise... Uh, that the, the movie starts stronger than it ends. Okay. But then overall, it's a good time. Uh, and so $3.7 million for Freaky. They are going to be going to VOD on November 30th. And I think mm -hmm. like uh, we talked about Bloodshot last week as well. I think they're definitely hoping that they will be able to make some of that up in uh, VOD. Right. I do think that coming out in VOD on the, the Friday the 13th might have been better for the film personally. I think financially they might have pulled in more than $3.7 million of business this weekend. Yeah. Um, but there are going to be people looking for things to watch in December. And some of those people might be looking for a horror movie. So people yeah. might um, be willing to do that. Yeah. I I mean, we, we, we only realized because I was like, hey, like... Let's let's watch that movie. Like yeah. let's watch a new movie. Let's you know check it out, and then and then we're like, oh, it's in theaters. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing, here's the thing with the way our lives kind of are, in December we'll probably have forgotten about it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like last night, I was like, I want to watch this movie, and then I couldn't, and I probably won't remember in two weeks. Mm -hmm. Just uh, I like knowing myself and who I am, and I yeah I feel like they might have done better if they just like come out. VOD and mm -hmm. uh, and made their money there, but you know they wanted to push for the box office. I guess the good news is that um, it got uh, it got a big enough. It, it got three point seven million dollars, which is for COVID times is not the end of the world. Considering there's a lot of um, there's a lot of theaters closed. Mm -hmm. uh, Rock Mage just googled and was shocked to see the top ten movies this weekend include Guardians of the Galaxy, Toy Story, and Elf. Um, I that's the thing. All these movie theaters are they're all playing these uh, classic films yeah um because they need 
to put something in the theaters because no new movies are coming out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that definitely with something like Elf, I think we're about to start seeing a lot of Christmas movies in those top tens each week. Oh, yeah. Um, we're going to see the Elves, the Christmas stories, the the Grinch. I'm sure there's going to be a big weekend for the Grinch at some point in the yeah, next month. Yeah, if they put Polar Express back in the theaters, I would see that on the big screen again. I, yeah, that's a movie. Um, it's beautiful, it's okay? Fine. It's that I can't get over the uncanny valley of it. Like, it makes me a little uncomfortable. They yeah, look I... almost human, and it's just, I, the whole movie, I'm like, uh but the stories, like, everything about it's great. I just wish it looked a little bit more animated. All right. You know I, what I mean? I think it looks beautiful, but that's just me. <laughs> um, Dagon's put, saying, let's put Notebook back in the theaters. I don't think we can call that one a Christmas film. Um, <laughs> Disney remaking Home Alone. That is true, yes. Uh, there is a remake of Home Alone coming out, which the original what? filmmaker said is an um, embarrassment to cinema. But they made Home Alone 3, so it's not like they're, like, super protective of this franchise. Like, <laughs> am Shots I... fired. But, like, Home Alone 3 does not star, is not about the McAllisters. Yeah. It's a completely different Home Alone movie. So, like, why why are you saying, like, this franchise is sacred when you've already made a non-McAllister Home Alone film? I mean, maybe it's just Macaulay Culkin's so only in the first two. Yeah, it's true. So The and, third one is not good. I don't mind it. It's fun. But it's just not, like, the the filmmaker being like, you can't remake Home Alone. This is sacred. And I'm like, but you did, home, like, you've already made a non-McAllister Home Alone movie. Yeah. When did it become sacred? Like, what what is the... Yeah, I don't know. I just don't... Under, that's a that's an argument I don't understand. Yeah. If you're actually remaking a movie that sits on its own, fine. You're remaking a movie that sits on its own. But don't be like, you can never remake this movie that had two sequels. The second movie starred the current president of the United States. And the third movie wasn't even about the family. Like, I just, I don't know. I didn't realize he, I forgot he was in that. Yeah, there was some, there was some great trolling of him where people were, people were referring to him as, um, uh, instead of referring to him as president, they were referring to him as star of Home Alone 2. I don't remember. I think I need to, I think we have to watch Home Alone 2. Richard Sim 7 in the chat says there's a Home Alone 4 and a Home Alone 5. So like. Wait, what? But apparently now now the franchise is sacred. There's five of them, but you can't make any more because this is cinema, damn it. Like I what? am shocked. I did what? not. What? What is your argument? I don't know. You it... can only have five Home Alone movies. You can't make a sixth one. Get out. Like, people yeah. People are like, I don't know. People make the, the arguments online, and I'm like, what? Did, did you even think about... Well, now I, need to, now I need to see this movie. North Trooper just had the best idea. Macaulay Culkin plays the bad guy. Wait. Plays the bad guy in five. Oh, Wait, Macaulay Culkin does? plays the bad guy in one that already came out? Wait. How do we not know that there's more Home Alone movies? I don't know. I really don't know. Oh, North Trooper's messing with us. Oh, course. I was like, I'm sorry. But, but that, what? Oh, he's saying in the next one. So, Homeland 6, North Trooper's saying uh, Macaulay Culkin should be the villain in Homeland 6. No, you know oh, what? Okay. Yeah, if yeah, they're yeah. going to reboot it, Macaulay Culkin should play the weird neighbor next door with the shovel at the end of the movie. Yeah. I don't mind spoiling that because that's like, it, this movie, well, how, it's 25 years old at this point. Yeah, but, yeah, if you haven't um, seen it. Macaulay like... Culkin should be like the weird neighbor. Yeah. And he like comes in with the shovel at the end and like bashes in the bad guys. Oh my god. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I would go see that. Macaulay Culkin's 40. Wow. Yeah. That makes me yeah. feel weird. <laughs> Rock Mage is having a hard time keeping track of the continuity of the Home Alone universe. <laughs> 
It's like the Fox X-Men universe. They yes. keep making movies. <laughs> well, yes. actually, they don't. Not anymore. Not anymore. Yikes. They did. Um, <laughs> don't pick 11 says, he's like, I've been there before, kid. Get the cops. Honestly, it would be, I would, if they're going to reboot Home Alone, I would love to see Macaulay Culkin in it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's like a necessity. And if you guys don't know what Macaulay Culkin's up to, he has a great podcast. Really? Yeah, Macaulay Culkin has a really, really interesting podcast where he talks a lot about like his life. There's, it's him and a co-host, but I can't remember who the co-host is. But he's he's really candid about what it's like to be that famous that young. And it's real. If you ever wanted to like hear like his perspective on what his life has been like, that podcast is really, really solid. I wish I had the name right in front of me, but wow. Um, yeah, Macaulay Culkin, like he's 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 an interesting dude. Um, and he's just, he's doing his thing. All right. Yeah. I mean, li- whatever. Live your best life, you know? Mm-hmm. Once you make that much money, when you're, like, once you have that much money, you don't even, like, need to do anything for the rest of your life. You mm-hmm. invest part of it, and you just live off that returns, and, like, you oh, do your thing. Oh, 100%. Like, yeah. I cannot day. believe there's five Home Alone movies, but the original creator had the audacity to say that you can't make another one. Yeah, I'm confused. This is an embarrassment to cinema. Well, here's the thing. Is it an embarrassment to cinema because, like, you can't make another one? Or is, like, are they making this movie and he's like, it's so bad. They haven't even started making it yet. They've just announced oh. that they're making a movie. Oh, I wasn't sure you know if they started I mean? on it yet. But, um, uh, and mm-hmm. I think that, I, I and they announced it because someone is producing it. And maybe it's Ryan Reynolds is producing it or some, someone like that is producing the movie. Mm-hmm. And so they just announced they're making the movie and the original creator was like, this is this is a, an embarrassment. Or I can't remember his exact words, but he, he literally came out against it. And I'm just like, you made right. five of them. And yeah. there are only two of them are about the main characters. Like, Yeah, that's that's a weird stance to take. My brothers were almost in Home Alone 3. <laughs> Miller and Mac. Yeah, I've got twin brothers, um, Miller and Mac. And they uh, they were almost in Home Alone 3, but then one of them burnt their face. They, they like twins for movies because um, the, the kids for can hours. only work for so long. Yeah, yeah. So if you have two of them that look the same, you can just trade them in and out. And so they, that's why, um, anyway, so my brothers were going to be in Home Alone 3 and then it didn't work out because, uh, one of them, they, they, one of them had a scar on their face and so they didn't look identical anymore. Yeah. Wow. Um, in fairness, the fifth Home Alone movie was made for TV thing, not canon. Okay. But there's still four that are canon. And yeah. if you already have a non-canon one, just call this one not canon. Also, at what point in human history did we become so obsessed with canon? <laughs> like, just, no, but seriously, like, I get why canon matters in, like, the Star Wars universe. I get it. I love it. I'm a canon junkie. I get it in, like, Marvel, because these things connect. Why Why do we care about it in Home Alone? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I just, I haven't slept. <laughs> David is struggling. I'm extra salty today. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. I can tell. Sleepy David is salty David. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like that calamari at that restaurant Saturday night. I am too salty. Um, <gasps> wow. What? Okay. The calamari was no, too salty. Am I, I wrong? No, you're not wrong. I just, I didn't I was trying to call back to the beginning of the show and we were talking about Niagara. and. You know what? You did that. We didn't mention you... the restaurant, so I'm not like, they're no, not going to sue me. I know, I know. Or sue me. Come for me. Come for me, restaurant whose name I don't remember, even though you had great pork chops, and those pork chops were excellent, and the short ribs were also very good. Um, <laughs> what were we talking about? Home Alone. We were talking about How Home did we end up on yes. Home Alone? What were we on before that? Freaky is in theaters Freaky. now. If you want to see a new movie in theaters, go see Freaky. It looks like it's fun. <laughs> Thank you, Muddles. Thank you, Muddles. 
god. For the Empire, my friends. Yeah. Um, alright. Y'all, did you manage to get a PS5 or an Xbox uh, Series X? And if you did... Poggers in the chat, if you did. What? Um, is it? Is it? Is it as fun as I think it's gonna be? <laughs> yeah, David's not just salty. He's also just very upset he doesn't have a PlayStation. Is it as good? Is it as good as everyone says? Aww. Because no one has one. Well, apparently both systems have some issues. So. Yes, both systems do have some issues, but thankfully they're not super widespread. Um, yes. Although, my favorite issue, I, I, I don't know if we talked about this on the show yet. We, we, we mentioned it in passing. Um, there is an issue with the Xbox Series X where if you don't connect it to the internet immediately when you turn it on the first time, if you like turn it on and then turn it off and then turn it on again, you will never be able to turn it on. It will never connect to anything. And I'm, I'm assuming they're going to very quickly put out a patch to fix that. But like, wow. Yeah, that, that seems like the wildest bug. Like, like cause, could, could you imagine you get your PlayStation? Mm-hmm. And, this is an Xbox. Or sorry, you get you you get your Xbox, mm -hmm. and you know it's been hyped up, and you know there's limited stock, whatever, and then you can never like connect it properly. Like, like what do you do? Do you call and get a new one, but they don't have any more? Like, yeah. what do you do? Are you stuck with this device? Rockmage says, "How will you get that patch though?" And Rockmage, that's a really good point. We don't know. <laughs> you might have to download it onto like a USB and then manually plug that into the Xbox because it won't be able to download it itself. Yeah. yeah, it's a nightmare. Um, the other one I want to talk about is uh, Muddles brought up. Uh, from what I've heard, a number of them, uh, the SSDs in the PS5, a number have failed within the first day. Um, which is insane because the PS5 is, it's a, like, when it's not like they can just replace it. No, you know? no, no, that's the thing. Everyone's waiting for theirs, their back order. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you do if you, you know, busted your balls to get, like, day one orders? What? <laughs> I don't know. It's just, Sorry. the way that you said that, I just made me laugh. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Full disclosure. We're trying not to swear as much in the morning show. And so far, I am failing. And yeah. so I was trying to say... It doesn't matter now. But I was trying to say, you busted your ass. And then I in I flipped mid-sentence. And it didn't make it any better. Um, you busted your balls. Like I, I did you just go... Wait, did you just pull that from Jersey Boys? No. They bust your balls. That was just the first word that oh came to God. mind that didn't sound like a swear, but it didn't make it any better at all. Um. Um, so, yeah. And <laughs> Muddles brings up scalpers. Can you imagine if you got a scalped PS5? You paid like $1,500 or more for it. And then the no. SSD didn't work. No. Like, I, I would Karma. rage quit. I would rage quit. <clears throat> so Truly. Hard. Like. Truly. Ugh. Here's, here's my question, though. I don't know how PS5... Because because they've got these, like, what what they're calling it their proprietary, unique, whatever, SSD idea. Right? Um, It's not like there's, like, extras of those. No. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's not like you can send it to, like, the local PS5 store and they just open it and remove the SSD... So the, yeah. the question that I have, and I think that a lot of people have, and I'm going to be trying to stay up to date with this and try and, you know, bring information about this in the future, is how, for, for these bricked systems that are absolutely bricked, um, you know, a lot of people are saying that they can't save their games. Um, and uh, the, the how do they send these in? And at what point are they going to get them back? Like, the PS, Sony is desperately trying to match it's pre-order stock that hasn't even all been shipped yet. Like, they're still behind yeah. on the pre-orders. People are still waiting. <clears throat> and so, 
And so, yeah, Shane in the chat says, this is why I'm waiting for a PS5. Maybe we should. You know, I'm, I might stop looking for one for now. Yeah. Play computer games. I'll play Miles Morales when I can. Yeah. But, um... I'm, I might I might wait until they figure this out because honestly, like the idea of spending six hundred dollars on a console, yeah. getting it on day one, and then getting it sent back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, uh, Richard Sim says uh, PS Five is actually using a generic SSD that you can add or replace, um, and I just I don't. I'm not sure that's true. I, I, I'm not 100% I, they have, sure. I, I think the external storage shit uh, that can be added is generic. You can add uh, SSD storage pretty easily. But the actual SSD in the system is their well, unique... The, the, the SSD that they say makes up for the fact that the Xbox Series X is faster. Yeah, because I think that was like a big part of the competition. Mm -hmm. um, even so, though, like if I had like my... PlayStation, I wouldn't want to be taking it apart and trying to replace parts to, to, to fix it. Like mm -hmm. that just that that's 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 a no no for me, especially when it costs so much yeah. already. I watched the tech channel um that showed where the um external SSD slot is. Mm -hmm. Um and that external SSD slot is very easy to get to. The internal SSD would be a lot harder to get to. Um you would have to absolutely open up the um the whole system. Perennial yeah. Games says, yeah, apparently the PS5 can't have external storage. That's actually not true, Perennial. Uh, it will be able to. Uh, there is it's a M.2 slot where you'll be able to plug in an M.2 SSD into mm -hmm. the system. Uh, and that will be at any size uh, M.2 uh, stick. It is just... It just doesn't... Do anything right now. It doesn't do anything right yet. now. Um, yeah. There is a yet. software... There is a software block on the external storage at the moment. So if you plug something into that slot, the PS5 will not recognize it. Mm -hmm. um, but that is going to be unblocked in a future update. Uh, and so they're hoping that people will make do with a terabyte of storage, 667 gigabytes of available storage, yeah, uh, until that is unblocked um, by a, a patch, hopefully coming by the end of the year, um, or at the very least, uh, January. Early, early uh, or February. Yeah. 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 Look at us doing the news. Look at us being informative. Um, the main benefit of consoles is that you don't have to mess with and upgrade them. Um, I don't know. Expandable storage always feels like, um, that doesn't feel like an upgrade. That just feels like storage. Like you're... Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, here's the thing. Like, if you, if, games are so big yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just so big, and like the PlayStation Five is already like big. <laughs> it's a it's a chunky boy. You know, like uh, I can understand wanting to have additional storage. I, I get mm -hmm. it. I get it. Do, do you all remember how expensive the memory cards were that you used to plug into your controller? Like this is nothing new. Your controller? Um. Your your. No, no. Memory cards used to plug into the controller. Yeah. What? You would plug the memory card. Am I? I'm not crazy, right? I Like, yeah, you would plug For the memory what? card into the controller um, on Dreamcast. Uh, and the, the memory card. <laughs> so, yeah, you're. Uh, and on PlayStation, yeah. The, the memory card would be in the controller and you would plug it into, like, the slot on the back. And that was where the memory was. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. Interesting. Yeah. N64, too. Yeah. Um, so. I'm shook and right now. The, the amount that those memory cards cost versus how much storage was in them is hilarious. It was like, what, two gigabytes? Oh, no. You think we had gigabytes in the 90s? I did not learn the word gigabyte until the 2000s. I, Fair. I think we were talking about like 
mm, I don't even remember, like, 8 megabits. The PS2 was an 8 megabit memory card. And it was probably, like, $35. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah. But that was all you needed back then, wow. right? Like, that was a lot. That was, like, 50 games. Like, you were like, oh, my God, I'm ready. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't... Here's the thing, guys. My, my first gaming console was the original Xbox. Mm-hmm. Before that, my games were, like... Um, arcade games downloaded onto the computer mm-hmm. that you played with the joystick. Like, I, I unfortunately missed out on... She's never played Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Yeah. Miller Miller just left, I'm, I'm sure. So Miller sorry. quit. Miller's like, why did you marry this woman? I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, Printout Games is saying I you couldn't shame. save a game without a memory card before. That is true. There was no independent save space on the disc. Um, and that was partially because they literally used every single... Milla inch of those discs. Is a milla inch a thing? I don't think milla inch is a thing. Millimeter? Millimeter, yeah. There you go. Nanometer. Every nanometer of those discs was used for the game. <clears throat> the N64 controller pack had 32 kilobytes of space. Yeah. Wow. Sorry, um, uh, Re- uh, Hero of Wind is Miller Dill Pickle. I shouldn't use his real name. <laughs> he's, he's my brother in real life. Um, oh, wow. I'm so sorry. Orange and I will just leave. No, or Orange, if you're going to be playing classic games on your streams, you have to play Ocarina of Time, my friend. It is so good. I, I just think, I've heard it's great, and I would love to play it, but yeah, I just... I really, I need a Switch port. Next year is the 35th anniversary of Legend of Zelda. I need a Switch port of Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, and Wind Waker. I want those three, because this year we got the Super Mario one, that was Mario uh, 64, uh, um... Sunshine and Galaxy, right? Yeah. I want that same thing next year. Nintendo, please listen. Nintendo, please listen to me. I want the same thing next year, but it is Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, and Wind Waker. It would be the perfect thing to put out because I would spend my money on it, and then you would have more money. David would spend all the money on it. I would not. I would spend exactly a game's worth of money on it. I'm not going to overpay for it. I'm not, because there's a way that I could overpay for it now. <laughs> I could pay, like, $600, have someone, like, put a thing in my Switch that allows me to emulate whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, that's fair. That's I'm not going to do that. I want pl- I want, I want an official port, mm-hmm. um, and I, I want it, because it's so good. Mm-hmm. And you would make money, Nintendo. And you know what you need? More money. Yeah, Nintendo's really <clears throat> hurting right now. Ninten- I mean, everyone's they just hurting had right their... now. It's COVID. <laughs> Nintendo just had their best sales of the Switch. <clears throat> no, they just had the best sales of October. Still. Yeah. Still. Yeah. Like, they're okay. They're just fine. Yeah, I know. I want a Metroid Prime Trilogy Switch port. I mean, that might come. They are... Because Metroid 4 is on the way. So, you know... That's a game I don't know at all. You don't even ever played a Metroid game? No. Oh, they're so fun. Samus is such a great, like, lead character. Um... Yeah, she's really wonderful. She's very fun. Uh, we should also talk about the fact, uh, for those of you who, uh, don't know, as we move on to our next news story... Uh, we have some casting for the Suicide Squad. Yeah. That was almost our main story, but didn't end up being our main story today. Yeah. Um, we are, we just found out over the weekend that Sly himself. Sly. You might know him as Rocky. You might know him as Rambo. Rocky. (laughs) Uh, Rocky. Sylvester Stallone is joining the Suicide Squad movie directed by James Gunn. Uh, this is kind of, um, it makes sense. Because James Gunn seems to be pulling as much of the cast of Guardians of the Galaxy 2 into this movie as possible. Uh, his brother Sean Gunn is going to be playing Weasel, uh, who was the on-stage, um, uh, or on-set uh, Rocket Raccoon. Mm, and yeah. As well as, um, what's his what's his character in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 called? Um, 
Scarla, or he's 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 um he's one of the Ravagers. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, he's going to play Weasel, and we also have from Guardians of the Galaxy two, well, from Guardians of the Galaxy, Nathan Fillion, yeah. who voiced Howard the Duck in the first Guardians of the Galaxy, is going to be in this movie. Um, we so he keeps bringing in um, Michael Rooker, who was Yondu, is going to be in the movie as well. Yeah. Uh, so Sylvester Stallone is the latest member of the Guardians of the Galaxy franchise to transition into this the Suicide Squad movie. Yeah. Are Not you... Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad. Different films. With I'm gonna make some, that joke every cast. time. I know, I know. It's wild. Uh, are you excited for Sly to be in a DC movie? Uh, I, I mean, yes. Mm-hmm. He's such an interesting dude. Yeah, yeah. He you really know is. what I mean? Like he's he's really he's really one of a kind. Um, You're not wrong. My it's funny. My first my first introduction to Sylvester Stallone was actually Spy Kids. That was the first thing that I saw him in. No, um, that makes sense for your age, though. Yeah, no, it totally makes yeah. sense. Totally makes sense. And like, because a lot of his Rocky movies now, but like, a lot of his movies wouldn't be like appropriate for you. But Spy Kids no, came yeah. out when you were that age. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. It it's just funny to me because I think of Sylvester Stallone and like that's just the first thing that comes to mind because mm-hmm. that's how I like that I, I grew up with that I love that I love those movies. Oh, I'm a big fan of Spy Kids. Yeah, loved them. Loved them. The director of Spy Kids actually um, um, just put out some photos from his upcoming superhero movie that we're once we get more information about we're going to talk about on the show for sure. Yeah, hundred um, percent. So we're excited about that. Uh, and that stars Pedro Pascal, which will be cool. Um, I'm a fan. Is there is there like a DC? Okay, here here's the, here's the question that I have, uh, because we know who the Suicide Squad is. We're pretty sure he's not going to be a member of the Suicide Squad. So there's I think there's two options here. Mm-hmm. Either Sylvester Stallone is going to be well, actually there's three. He he will jokingly the 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 weirdest option is that he's like jokingly like the president of the United States, right? In like a single scene. Which I think would be awesome. Amazing. But the other two options is he's either a hero in this world, a superhero, uh, probably someone obscure that we would have to look up if we got the name, or he is the big bad of the movie. Oh, interesting. Because we don't know who the villain of the film is. Right. You know, this we don't know who the Suicide Squad is being sent in to fight. And if you're going to have, like, a big bad... I and, mean, that's, he's a good choice. Um... He's a good choice, right? Yeah, 100%. Like, I, yeah, I, I would be, I would watch that. Mm-hmm. We've heard, now we have heard that Black Adam is the big bad and that Dwayne The Rock Johnson will be like the surprise villain of the movie. Um, they're just trying to hide that. That is a rumor, that obviously. Is a rumor. There's yeah. no, we, we can't like say, <laughs> Hero Wind says the villain is COVID. <laughs> yes, pre COVID, James Gunn made a movie about it. Um, he knew. He knew. Um, it's also interesting that the announcement of... Actually, you know what's really interesting? He announced it this weekend when they're about to start shooting Peacemaker. So if he, they've said he's in the movie, but does that mean that he's also in the Peacemaker TV show? Wait, why would he be? Because he said that... Because he posted an Instagram video saying that he's going... This might I might be reading into this way too far. He posted an Instagram video saying that he's going to work with James Gunn uh-huh. this weekend... But they're not shooting. They're not shooting the Suicide Squad this weekend. They're shooting Peacemaker next week, which means he might be going to work on Peacemaker. The, the people might have this wrong. He might not be in the movie. He might be in Peacemaker, which would make sense. Him and him being like John Cena's mentor, or him being John Cena's um, 
uh, villain. Like, John Cena versus Sylvester Stallone as the premise of a TV show would be incredible. Wild. Wild. Um, so wait, so he didn't actually say he, the Suicide Squad? In thing, he says, I don't know. Oh my god. You vamp. I'm gonna try and find. I'm gonna try and find information. <laughs> well, I'm just so confused because, like, all like the headlines that I've been seeing is that you know Sylvester Stallone is gonna be in the Suicide Squad, um, but I didn't actually like watch like the video or anything like that. I was just like, oh, that's that's the headline. Okay, cool. Um, so now now I'm just like kind of confused, but um, I don't know. Okay, now no, I no. He, he he says he's in the movie. He's seen the movie, and it's very good. Okay. Okay. So he's not in Peacemaker. Because I was like, you had me sold for a moment. I was like, Sylvester Stallone and John Cena? Like, all right, all right. I, oh, I and, and James Gunn has confirmed he's in the movie The Suicide Squad. I'm glad I checked. Because okay. yeah, I was right. about to get really excited. I was about to like, John Cena versus Sylvester Stallone in duking it out. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. I'll um, have to wait for that Muddle Sport in the chat would like to bring up that Sylvester Stallone is 74 and still going at it. And can we just take a moment? To wow. hope that at 74, we're all as cool and as, uh, like, able as Sly. Yeah, truly. Like, oh, what a dude. Truly. That's, like, that's that's the dream right <laughs> there. Of games, can we just take a second to appreciate how solid Clarissa's posture is through this? It, it's pretty solid. She's got that pillow, though. She's really, she's the really using helps. that pillow. The he- pillow helps, because otherwise I'm like this, and it's, like, not a cute look, you know? So I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to be, just trying to be presentable. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm 28, uh, Rebel's 29 and half dead, he says in the chat, uh, which makes me think that I'm 28 and Cy Stallone could probably, like, shot put me. You know what I mean? Just grab me by one cheek and just... I mean, maybe not you, but maybe me. No, he You're could do You're a big me. boy. <laughs> he's Sly. He's, True. He's, he's Rocky. 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 Yeah, no, that's that's fair. And you know what? He's, he's a badass. I, like, I, I, I could see it happening. He could do me. Well done, Clarice. I mean, he's a good-looking dude. I, I, you know what? If if that was like your hall pass, I'd be like, yeah, I get it. If that was my hall pass, it's a little bit old, a little bit old. Um, Melo the Bard says Terry Crews is getting old, and he's like peak human. Terry Crews isn't that old. Terry Crews is like forty, right? He's not seventy-four, like Sly. I mean, yeah, that's like. But Terry Crews is peak human. He's still like, yeah, wow, like he's. I wonder if he's going to be a big part of this movie or if it's more of like uh like Oh, I said that, character. not you. Um, y'all, can we just, can we take a moment just, to, maybe this should be a subject of the show. Um, how much of the morning show is spent with me just admiring men? Because it's um, not an insignificant It's like show. at least five minutes every day. Which I think is like an adequate Terry Crews is 52? David is not, a, guys... Wow. David needs a nap. He isn't. Wow. Terry Crews is in. He's wow. It. Terry Crews is crushing it. Yeah. That dude on Brooklyn Nine-Nine looks so good. All the time. Except for like those, the episodes where he, they like jokingly had him gain weight. Um, That's so Wow. Funny. Wow. Terry Crews is a man. Also, yeah. uh, in the Cloud with a Chance of Meatballs movies, he's the funniest part of those films. Terry Crews is like. Nine-Nine. Um. Oh my god, They're, the first one is genius. Really? The first Cloud with the Chance of Meatballs movie is so much better than it has any right to be. It's like a, it's a solid kids animated film that's entertaining for adults. 
it's one of those movies that like gets it in every way. The second one is a little cheesier. Um, mm-hmm. the second one leans heavier on like the food puns and that kind of stuff. Gotcha. Um, but the the first Kyle with a Chance of Meatballs movie is like is like one of the best animated films of the two thousands. Oh, for cool. sure. Um, yeah, All I right. loved it. I really, really, really loved it. So who, uh, before we wrap up, who do you want Sylvester Stallone to play in the Suicide Squad? Oh. Oh, 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 oh. What's, what's the dream? Um, it's so tough, because what I, because I, I think he's going to be playing something, like, super out there, mm-hmm. right? Um, the dream. My dream is that this is set in, like, an alternate, alternate timeline, uh-huh. And that he's playing old Superman. Like my my absolute dream would be that like he's like a seventy year old a seven year old Clark Kent, and that we get to see Sly as Superman like come in at the end of the movie and like help the Suicide Squad. Does Superman age? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. He does. I wasn't yeah. as sure. He's about not. That. He's not immortal. Okay. Um, I, wasn't, I wasn't sure. Uh, in Kingdom Come, we have like gray hair Superman. Um, so I would love. I would love that. Obviously, that's probably not going to happen. Um, um, that would, be, that would be weird. And I think that it's, I think that they want to keep, um, they definitely want to keep Harley in the same timeline as yeah. Henry Cavill Superman and Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman, just because the, the crossover potential there is great. Totally. Um, I really want what I, this is a side note to what you said, but I really want Henry Cavill, or I, I really want Ben Affleck's Batman and, um, cause in the comics they've been doing like Harley Quinn Batman team ups where she kind of plays like the Robin to his Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want them to make a movie that's Ben Affleck and Margot Robbie oh. as Batman and Harley Quinn. I think that would Solid. be really fun. I love that. Um, with him like teaching her how to be a hero. Um, yeah. I would I would actually, I would love that. I, I'm a big fan of Margot Robbie. I think, she, first of all, she's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And second of all, she just like crushes every movie she's in. Truly. Like. So true. She's, so yeah. So true. She's amazing. Who do I want Sylvester Stallone to be? And now I want him to be the president. Yeah, right? Like, wouldn't that be fun if, like, Sylvester Stallone is the president of the United States and the Suicide I'm Squad in. are, like, trying to save his life? I'm in. I'm so in. I think like, it would be, like, I, I just, I like the, he's so funny. Sylvester Stallone is, is, is Sylvester Stallone really has a gift for comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, in a way that all the characters, in, all the actors in this movie do. Like, John Cena's so funny. Um, like, in uh, Trainwreck, the Amy Schumer movie, like, he's so, so, have you seen that? No, I We should watch that. It's really, really good. Um, uh, Nathan Fillion's so funny. Like, all these, like, dramatic actors. Obviously, there's the comedians in it. Steve G's in it. Um, I'm, I'm excited for this movie. Like, mm-hmm. now that I know it's not anything to do with Suicide Squad. Well. Like, not, not really. Not anything. It, it's, it's something to do with. It's very confusing. It's very confusing. Trust, here's the thing. I heard Suicide Squad was so bad, I didn't bother to go see it. <laughs> and I still haven't We'll watch seen it at it. some point. It's a quick, it's, it's, it's a quick in and out. Uh-huh. That's what she said. Um, Remember when we said we were trying to make the, the that's morning not a, show more family friendly? That's no. We want it to be. We don't. We want the morning show to not get demonetized. That's fair. I don't think a quick in and out counts. You're right. No, uh, that's what she said. Just like that. <laughs> wow! Um, wow! Doubling down. It's the swear words that we have to. You're right. You're right. Um, but yeah, I, li- I like my idea of him being the president. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I, I I agree. I think that would be good fun. And this is this this movie I'm a lot more excited for than Suicide Squad. That's fair. James Gunn just makes me excited for everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like James Gunn is brilliant. Yeah. And I just love him. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 looking forward to this. I think that's a good I think that's a good spot to end the the show on. Yeah. 
Sylvester Stallone for president, 2024. You heard it here first, folks. He'll be 78 years old. Wow. Um, which is how old Joe Biden is right now. Um. Yep. <laughs> y'all, we're going to call it here. Thank you so much for being here. If you enjoyed the show, please come back tomorrow. We're going to be back 10 a.m. Eastern. Yeah. Uh, every weekday, we'll be doing this Monday through Friday. Uh, 10 a.m. Eastern here at Nerdy Nightly uh, on Twitch. You also stream. And we'll be streaming later today. Do stream. Yeah, yeah. I stream over at Clarsh Jakars. Yeah. Um, I'm doing more Skyrim today. Um, yeah, continuing on that Night King build. I'm on uh, Monday, uh, Wednesday, and Saturday this Dope. week. And then I will be guesting into your Sunday stream. Yes, y'all. If you want to catch what will hopefully be the dumbest stream we've done yet, um, you you all know I like, I, I like my sub goals. I like to do fun things. We did the Wookiee stream. We did the Nuggy stream, and on Sunday, we're going to eat edibles and play Jackbox, which is such a bad idea. Like, the actual Jackbox of it all is going to be terrible. Oh, it's going to be We're going to be, awful. we're not going to be funny. You guys are going to be funny, and we're, you're going to laugh at us laughing. Yeah. Um, so if you want to come check that out, it's because we hit 420 followers. That seems like forever ago, because now we're at 498 followers, so yeah, two away from high five. a mad lad. Um, so it's, you know, it's long after, but we, that is our 420 stream. We hope you come and enjoy it. It's mm-hmm. going to be insane. I'm True. so excited to get high with you again. Getting high, uh, doing marijuana is legal where we are. Yeah, we're in Canada, y'all. Just want to be, just want to be clear about that. Uh, it is perfectly legal. We are going to be buying it from the government and consuming it legally. Um, just full disclosure. Yeah. In case there's any dispute about that. Yeah. In case there's any concern. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for being here. We're going to see you all later. Um, tomorrow. Tomorrow. We have a special guest. Tomorrow. Oh my God. We have a special guest. He's in the chat. Tomorrow morning, morning show. Mello the Bard is going to be coming on the show to talk about Movember. Yeah. The charity that, uh, he asked me to be a part of his Movember team. If you haven't seen my YouTube video about why I'm on that team, Please go give it a watch uh, and consider donating. Can you drop that link in the Absolutely. chat? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, we're supporting Movember this month. Uh, so we will have... No, M- Movember. There's yep. a B. Um, it's like November with an M. I don't... So yeah, Fantaxia's husband, Mello, will be on the show tomorrow talking with us. Uh, it is also Life Day tomorrow for those of you Star Wars fans. So um, I will be watching that uh, Star Wars holiday special um, By tomorrow himself. night. No, no, the new one. The Lego one. The... Oh, the Lego one. Yeah, there's a new Lego we're going to talk about on the show tomorrow. Um, Y'all, thank you so much for everything. As we always say here, uh, what do we say? Do something nerdy tomorrow? No, this evening. This evening. Do do something nerdy this evening. Do, hello, welcome to the nightly morning show with David and Ariel. Do something nerdy this evening. Do something nerdy tonight. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.